0: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl
1: Family.
2: Hello, and welcome to another special edition of Two Mr. Ps in a Podcast. From me, Mr. P,
0: and the other Mr. P.
2: And we are back for another one of our Chinwag sessions and we are delighted to welcome the author and educational consultant, Jane Considine. Welcome, Jane. How are you doing?
1: Well, I am absolutely thrilled to be here, quite frankly. I love you guys. I oh, love your you. podcast and it truly is. It's like education, entertainment, <laughs> put it together. What have you got? Entertainment. I mean, it's great, and I love the teacher TA fusion. It's yeah. just perfect. I mean, Adam is so positive. He's like a beaming light of optimism. And Lee, you're just like a cynical, angry fed up. <laughs> I know. It's so real. It's so teacherly. You're like you've got to get the message out there. No more marking. Wit- workload. Yeah. And Adam's yeah. just like doing sports day all the time, isn't he? So. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> brilliant that's, i love it
0: bang on the nose that yeah
2: yeah absolutely no yeah well thank you very very much for joining us um not so sure. we, we always start these interviews just by asking how the last sort of years treated you i know it's been a testing tough time for all of us but has there been any sort of positives out of this whole i, I keep saying year, but it's not a year anymore is it it's more like a year and a half it'll soon be two years yeah. but yeah is yeah. there anything that's been uh sort of because I know it's been tough for, because we do a very similar sort of thing, don't we? In that we usually go into schools and do our, our training. Obviously that stopped. So was there anything that's been positive that's come from this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Lee, the most positive thing for me was handing my car keys back into the dealership because, oh, my my life has changed, you know, Since 2006, I'm a a commuter, a driver. I was on the road, you know, I'm in uh, Newcastle, Monday, working my way down the country, you know, Manchester Tuesday, I pop in and see you, that sort of thing. Wednesday, you know, London, uh, you know, working your way down to Devon. And then Friday, rush hour, um, Uh you know, coming home. And actually, my knowledge you know, I was such a seasoned traveler. I mean, this will give you a sense of it. I had, you know, Cavendish and Harvey travel suites in my glove compartment, do you know what I mean? I was doing this full, you know, full perfection. And what I didn't know about service stations, you know, forget Watford Gap. You're not gonna get any Percy pigs there. There's no Marks and Sparks, forget it. But, you know, if you're at Donington, you can get a good, authentic fry-up, you know what I mean? And Georgia's in Costa. And then when you're in Wales, you know, stop at the welcome break at yeah. Cardiff Gate. They've won awards for their toilets. You know, and the weirdest thing is, um, you know, Clacket Lane service stations has a, has a palm reading machine. Do you know what I mean? Who doesn't need that? But quite frankly... The driving yeah, was making, was was getting me down. I was sick of it. And I think it was making me sick, actually. Yeah, yeah. And so what then happened, and COVID forced my hand, is I realised I could stay still. Yeah. Mobilise a message. I didn't have to move. Yeah. And, uh, and the wonderful thing about technology is, um, is the rewind and replay it it just means if you're in the in the business of cpd people have got a lot to take on and if they can just shut me up for a minute rewind it two minutes and listen again that's like that's really helpful so um yeah the car the car keys uh, you know so i get i get driven around now if i need to go anywhere you know it's good
2: (laughs) I mean, it is. I I, I completely agree with you. There's advantages and disadvantages. For me, when I do, because I've done like a full day Zoom. I've done two sessions, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. And there's advantages and disadvantages. You're never going to, it's never going to be as, what's the word? Like, you're never going to get the same buzz. At-
0: atmospheric.
2: Yeah, it's not as, you know, that atmosphere. Oh, look
1: at you showing off, Adam, with <laughs> like, your big words. You know what? I've
0: never I've never done a podcast with an education consultant before, so... Uh... Showing <laughs> off?
1: Yeah, you've done well, 86. I'm all fantastic being round your house.
0: <laughs> I, they only, I, don't say that. I only said that because I've done 86 episodes with him and I never knew he was an education consultant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Oh,
2: well, no,
1: we're dead important, aren't we, Lee? absolutely absolutely, <laughs> oh, that's absolutely. Yeah, so you, you can't
2: you can't replace the atmosphere of being in the presence of people but then the fact yeah. that you're not traveling I'd lose my evenings uh you know the tra- I don't think anyone really appreciates the amount of miles you end up clocking up and it does it doesn't yeah. you know yeah your health yeah, did you say and-
1: clocking up there
2: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. So it's um... true
1: though. It's true. And then actually the the a booking on Monday is actually a car crashing into your Sunday. Yeah. Um you know, it, and it, it, you're leaving at 5 on a Sunday. Do you know, mm-hmm. I was leaving at 5 on a Sunday just like weeping. Um yeah you know, because I didn't have the joy of doing the washing up after the Sunday dinner. and But it's just actually, it, the joke is, but it's not a joke, it, it, it's tragic, and that's what exhausts you. So yeah. um, I, I still want to uh, be in schools, but I think for me now, probably the more important way to be in schools is with children, yeah. because that is actually the adults um, can um, mediate messages better through tech, but yeah. I, I want to keep my hand in schools, but I think it's really important. Um as an education consultant, you don't get too far removed from teaching and learning. You know, that's really
2: crucial. So go on, Adam, are you going to say something now? I was
1: just going to say I thought,
0: you know, I know about I never knew about you, Jane as in with your travel um issues. But Lee, I thought you always used to say you really liked your private time in the hotel on your own.
2: (laughs) 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 Advantages and disadvantages. That's what I mean. We're just strictly
0: talking about the (laughs) driving you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Once you got to the hotel and you turn the lights down low, always oh, good.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's watching Love Island, Adam. I don't know what you're trying to insinuate exactly. there.
0: Um, you know um, what I
1: mean? Without, without the, the triplets, you know, hey, this is, this in is, his this,
0: face. this is a PG podcast. I ain't insinuating anything.
1: Good boy. Good boy. Just, just try, think long and hard about some really complicated words to tell me in a minute. Good boy.
0: Exactly. So he said long and hard, which is definitely not Anything to do with <laughs> Yeah,
1: You do the jokes. I'll stay certificate you. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. So
2: um, I've obviously been aware of what you do when you're training for a number of years. He actually did some training at my school. Yes, I can't remember what it was, but it was on a day where I wasn't wasn't in. But for anyone who's not come across your work, what what do you want to explain what you do, what what you're all about, what your training sort of focuses on?
1: well it's a it's a tough one, Lee, because I've devoted my whole life to this, and it's then like you probably want something quite snazzy and pithy, and it's going to be a tough one, but. Essentially, uh, I'm a teacher, I am my teaching stripes in Birmingham, and uh, then I went for a swanky job uh, at Northamptonshire Local Education Authority and was part of that big change movement of the National Literacy Strategy. Now, whether you love it or you hate it, you know, that cpd provision of things like grammar for writing progression yeah. in phonics you know that was mammoth and to be on the front line and, and work with people who loved english you know that was brilliant uh, and then in 2006 i could see it was morphing into something else um and oh you can boo and hiss because I'm a bit embarrassed about this. I haven't even told my mother because she probably wouldn't let me in the house. I trained as an Ofsted inspector. <laughs> um, I know. I'm so sorry. Please like me, Listen. I'm going to pay as but- Morgan it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Enough>. <laughs> That's it. Storm out. Yeah. Uh, but th- they were trying to sort of move me to m- kind of more broad school improvement. And I just kind of went, actually, I love teaching and learning I love yeah. English I'm going to go rogue as it were um, I'm gonna step out of this um, move away from the national scripts I've got more to say about English yeah. and um, that's when my work evolved as like an English education consultant but within that you know uh, then realized almost like once you've left the pit building, um people needed a reference point so that's how the books came uh, to be born so works like the right stuff people know sentence stacking or hooked on yeah. books you know you might know book talk and now we're, we're just getting excited about spells but um in a nutshell this is what i think teachers are so pushed for time and, and time is the most precious commodity of all and I always think it's fascinating when you ask teachers what they want more of; they save time. Yeah. And 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 we've just captured that earlier with the the driving debacle of our lives. Mm. Um. But kids, so fast. Kids want more time. Yeah, yeah. They actually want more time. They want more hugs. And did you see that um, thread on Twitter that got some traction this weekend when? A teacher asked their children what has been the best moment in their life so far, and like one of the top answers was um, bubblegum ice cream. And I just think <laughs> <laughs> I love kids for that. It's like wow, right. what a taste sensation! <laughs> she can have ice cream or bubblegum, and they car crash together. But I, I digress because actually I quite like bubblegum ice cream. But the point being, my job is you're, You've got a lack of time. I. I mean, you can do it as well, teachers, but I'm going to read the research. I'm going to read the evidence. I'm going to do surveys. I'm going to take part in action research. I'm going to see what the Education Endowment Foundation say, but I'm going to test it out in three very different schools because it depends on your school circumstances. And I'm going to synthesize this information so that, I mean, ultimately, everything I want to hand over to teachers it's like I'm going to hand it over to you synthesized in bite-sized chunks because you need the capacity to take it on because every teachers marriage is on the rocks they're on the edge I mean if, I don't know if they have affairs teachers I mean how can they fit that in do you oh, well. know what I mean It's yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> well well I
2: don't mean it like that but I could tell you a few stories about, yeah, certain teachers. Oh, you know, stock cupboards. Um,
1: oh, yes. Stock yeah, cupboards. Not, not,
2: not me. Oh. I, I, yeah, I'm far too, too uh, in love. I was going to say far too busy oh. then. But <laughs> far, too busy, no, far too in no, love. No, in love is the right word.
1: Yeah. It's nice being in love, isn't it? It's nice. I know Adam doesn't let you get all kind of, you know, romantic, but it, it's nice <laughs> to be in love. Yeah, you know. it, is. It, it, is. Gets, it, it gets It gets nicer, actually, I think, as you get older. You know, yeah. to begin with, you're like, oh, oh, you know, it's a bit like that, is it? But it, it does get better. It's nice. <laughs>
2: it's nice to know. It's nice to know. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I talk about this all the time uh, on training about time. It's just the most precious thing to, to teachers. I say the two T's, time and trust. And I think they're very closely mm. linked as well. Um, yeah. And, and I like to think that coming out of the other side of this pandemic, You know, not that we hadn't before, but if there was ever a time to really put that trust back into teachers, it's seeing how they've dedicated and they've gone above and beyond for the pupils over the past year. I think that's all what teachers want. I think the biggest issue is the lack of time comes from the fact that teachers are having to constantly prove and evidence that they're doing the job that so many of them are sort of capable of doing, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Adam, if we get a bit teach and jargonistic, like you can come in this club as well. Love, you, you know? know what hey I mean? listen,
0: I, I feel part of this club, but when you're talking about the two T's, <laughs> I had turkey twizzlers on the mind, and I've just been thinking about that ever since. So, oh,
2: <laughs> <it's> not <laughs> had his tea yet? Is that like
0: t- time and trust? I was thinking, not for me, brother, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> It wouldn't be funny
2: no, if that was my training. The two T's th- yeah. that teachers need, turkey twizzlers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, family. you got to
1: kind of bring it back. you like post-Jamie Oliver. It's a weird yeah. one, that it might, it might be a goer, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love, so, it. So love it.
2: So, obviously, with, with the lockdown and that sort of thing, how have you sort of adapted your training? Are you doing it online or just focusing well, on...
1: Well, the- yeah. Um, for me, it was... It was in two parts because um, I got slightly inebriated one evening during COVID, which was happening more regularly. Um, And I kind of drunkenly tweeted that if we did go into a lockdown, you know, I'd be there uh, teaching children and... um, We then went into a bit of a lockdown. Damn it! I'm gonna have to, you know, walk, walk,
2: delete, delete tweet. Delete.
1: delete. edit delete yeah, yeah. Uh, which is always a nightmare on twitter isn't it you know you make a spelling mistake why I haven't know. they got the edit filter on twitter i, I mean it's I it's so embarrassing uh, for me particularly uh so the, the 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 tweet was released as it were and um i knew that like you got joe wicks in you you know he's got yeah. abs there's he's got he's got cool air hasn't he? he's like it's all happening he's got protein shakes and then you know he's doing like spider-man lunges and stuff and it was like oh and then you can come to mrs c and do writing it's just like we can't really <laughs> right, sexy that. that up a bit yeah woo, no no not really and it was just like oh you know i was like the menopausal answer to Joe Wicks. So <laughs> the fact that we had ten kids in the first lesson was a miracle, really. Yeah. Um, uh, but it grew, and it was a slow burner, but it grew and it grew. And for me, that was kind of the first time, um, actually, I was getting kind of closer to the the parent sort of um, sort of response to it, and saying, "Wow, you know, Aaron." is you know we're proud of Aaron's work and that was just absolute heartburst. That was you know wonderful. Yeah. Um so I really enjoyed that and uh down the line um you know we had uh, grandma turn up as well who uh, was obviously that's Ian's hand if anyone's work that out but <laughs> grandma is just like this um it, well god love her she's uh She's what's it called when you're a, an alcoholic, but kind of in bursts. She's a dipsomaniac. So she goes a bit right. goes a bit rogue and suddenly she's on a bender, and then but she'll always be sober for the kids, just about. But yeah. uh she was she was a great help because she was helping me out and uh enabled it for me to bounce off somebody. So that was wow. great. Love that. That's the kids. Yeah. But what actually then happened uh because Um, COVID came and I couldn't get out and train teachers like you Lee it was suddenly like I I actually want to work I I want I've got things to say I had schools I was supposed to attend so we basically took a course broke it down into 10 modules and we and we did it in the evening now of course it's the evening and I you know grandma started it basically but I had to join her So she didn't get too inebriated. I was probably a little bit half cut, but it meant um, I could talk to teachers. And that's just when it exploded and the squad was born. I mean, you've got the podders. I've got the squadders. I mean, I'm not very good at maths, but that's a Venn diagram, surely. (laughs) And and these intersees, you know, what is that about? That's about teachers actually belonging to something, isn't it? Yeah. and 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 something that means something and you know it's very easy to get lonely and frazzled in teaching and you know i think if you know you know through things you know you can say and, and you have said and, and this is all, it's only four words you know what is gavin doing like that we know that with that yeah. you know we, that's teacher speak isn't it we know what that means you can yeah. put the emphasis on is gavin or doing or what any any of those words and it's like we need nothing else that, yeah. that's not a joke for the whole year in it you laugh. but the point is it's it's about community and it's about interconnectedness and i often think what what did teachers do before your podcast <laughs> what they're doing is thinking god I wish I'd said that to the deputy ed about marking like that you know that's yeah. what they're thinking in their head and just whereas actually just to get in your car and listen and laugh and yeah. just say you're not you're not alone
2: yeah yeah i think it's i mean it's yeah. one of the main it's one of the great sort of positives that so social media has a lot of Good things and bad things but i think that's one of the and i i always say this to nqts now whenever i'm doing any training with them to say look you know you may well find yourself in a school where you've not got the support you've not got people who you can go to yep. and speak but you're of an age now where you can go on social media and there are hundreds and thousands of teachers who will go above and beyond because they are that's the intrinsic part of being a teacher is to help each other and yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. Like the podcast is a great example of that, of having that little community where people feel they've got that safe space where they can come and just have a bit of a giggle. And, and you know, we get some
0: right funny posts in the, in the, in the group, don't we, Adam? Yeah, it's, it, I think like, I agree with what you're saying. It's just, it's nice to feel like it's not just happening to you. Like even like, you know, there's a lot of TAs, a lot of just school staff in general, office staff everyone who listens and it, and some of the stories we get sent in are just you know across the board and some of them are hilarious some of them are painful some of them are dis- truly disgusting <laughs> and then you know everyone's just laughing about it because everyone's been in a maybe not the exact same situation but something very similar um, and they can
1: relate to it absolutely yeah
0: definitely and and you know it, it's credit to lee really because he you know, like, like you said, I, I I was just working as a normal TA. Just a small TA. <laughs> <laughs> Living in a lonely school. And then, um, yeah, I just, you know, obviously got on board with this and, and the kind of community that we've been able to grow on the back of what Leeds has been doing for so long. You know, I, I just, I love it, mate. I love getting the messages off people saying how much it's helped them. And it's, it you know, no matter how tired you are or how burnt you are after sports day in the boiling heat today, <laughs> I'm always yeah, happy to do. Vibes. Yeah, Yeah, I'm always happy to do uh, to do it and to to try and like turn up and have, have some good banter for people because it is a tough job and they need a little bit of a release. So uh, yeah, yeah, hats absolutely. off to the pair of you, education consultants.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. You're welcome, um, Adam. Did you just say rewind, normal TA or ordinary TA? Did Can I say that? Yeah, you did. Do you know what I find that just? Do you know what TAs do? They dump an adjective or or a word just before TA, and sometimes it's I'm just a TA or a ordinary TA. Stop doing that, TAs around the world. I mean, I call them. I mean, you'd be in this as well, Adam. Like the Mrs Gibb, I could not have done most of. What I needed to do in a classroom without Mrs. Gibb laminating yeah. the the world out of everything. Just <laughs> being my wing person, yeah. you know, I'm, and I think we've got to just stop that right now.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I do agree. And I do apologise. That's just, to be fair, I don't know what I'm saying half the time anyway today. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have sunstroke, actually. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I, mean, I did a... a Lee did a post a while back. I think it was was it after the first lockdown or something like that when we went back and it was the schools had closed or something. You did that amazing post about uh, the the how teachers and all of that, and then I did a I did like a follow up post to say about a te- teaching assistant appreciation post, and the way yeah. I described it was to have a great classroom environment. It's like oasis. You need your Noel, who's your teacher, who's writes all the songs and does all the planning and things like that. Well, then your TAs, you need your Liam to kind of mix it up, to be the renegade, to be the ones who are always there, yeah, yeah, being crazy. So, uh, no, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't mean to say that, but I, I have, I'm so proud to be a, a teaching assistant, a legendary oh. teaching assistant. Oh, <laughs> you are,
1: you are legendary. You're just and like it, a, a beaming is, light. Yeah, I
0: know, I know so many. I know so many teachers and teaching assistants, and. You know, I think it's only in school that they get the respect to the, you know, when you hear about a teacher assistant, you always like, you know, your average Joe on the street, they just think, oh, do they make cups of teas for the teacher or do they do things like cut out? Where actually yeah. through this Cutting pandemic, out. you had teachers doing their online lessons and then you had the TAs with the vulnerable and key workers. So you no know, major yeah. respect, always.
1: Absolutely. Actually, actually propping up the whole country during covid quite frankly Absolutely, yeah you know I, 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 it's astonishing
2: yeah I, I mean backbone of every school you you, you if you want a successful school your tas will will help you get there all day i i, yeah. I wouldn't have got through my nqt year without my ta she was just unbelievable yeah, yeah. She gets a nice yeah. little mention in the book, yeah. to be fair, that we've got coming out.
1: Oh, so, oh my, of, uh, I've got my book. I've got my book on pre-order.
2: Oh, thank you very that. much. Exciting. Um, yeah. So just before we do move on, have you got any sort of funny stories from your training in schools? Is there any sort Oh, of,
1: like, li- li- how long you got, Lou? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, really. But any,
2: any of them stand out?
1: <laughs> well, just as a sort of overview... Um, And this is fairly standard from kind of working on the road and working in schools, Uh, the really angry caretaker who won't let you in because, (laughs) you know, at the gate. Uh, I've actually had my car towed away in Haringey when I was unloading it to work in a school Um, and (laughs) have true and have often been um introduced as ros wilson so that's just like the that's the bog standard panacea but the the standout story for me is um the time i had to go and work in the isle of Wight. Now, right okay you, you know i'm a seasoned traveler you yeah. know and uh, there's a rule about traveling you travel in your kind of your sloggies your comfies your gray track suit you know your trainers i you know i'm not fussed about trainers i had my primark specials on all of that and um so that I'm, I'm i'm leaving it's a sunday and i'm also a seasoned presenter so i have got two apple mac leads i've got two clickers i've got um you know backup of backup of computers and tech and kit the whole kit Kat caboodle and i set off six and a half hours later in southampton by a little snitch i miss the ferry but they're quite good at the ferries Once you can prove you've got a ticket they'll always put you on the next one but the next one is the last one and it's now 11 o'clock at night so I'm now on the ferry with kind of you know like the the mainland to Isle of Wight shift you know the kind of pub shift get get the drunks home so it's a bit like this is like keep your wits about you eventually landed it's quite stressed in the Isle of Wight and as I am navigating towards the you know illustrious premier inn (laughs) it suddenly dawns on me Oh, Mr. C, he's always doing that. He's always got tingles on his phone. I don't know if you've heard that. Just, oh, I'll just give him a dirty look. Um, essentially, as I'm driving over, I realise I haven't got my suitcase, my personal suitcase. So that's no makeup. I don't know if you'll appreciate this, lads, but that's no hair straighteners. Like, yeah. I have got naturally curly, frizzy, full on buff head hair, no straighteners. Like, I could cry at this point. And then I've just got this sort of grease stained grey sweats on. And this is to go to a head teacher's conference to talk about how we're going to connect the curriculum and yeah. revolutionise it. Yeah. So, awful. There's a 24-hour Tesco. There is one in the Isle of Wight, big 20 Tesco. miles away. Well, I go there. You say big, you know, the cheese range was big. <laughs> they had a limited closed section. So, I was getting cornered now. I didn't have a lot of choice. <laughs> and so... I had to go with what would fit me. And, you know, we're obviously not going to buy a bikini. It was the summer range, you know, all of that. <laughs> Shorts, it's not going to help me.
0: Is it Cherokee? So, Is that the make at Tesco?
1: Oh, man. That
0: the clothing Adam, make? Cherokee?
1: Oh, God, Cherokee. <laughs> uh, Cherokee, listen to this little bundle of Cherokee wonderfulness. I had to buy, I don't really know how to describe them. They're flimsy. These are the trousers. It's like a... Aladdin-style MC Hammer sort of mix-up of kind of blues-on material in an abstract 80s print (laughs) and a T-shirt, which I'm talking about, you know the T-shirts I mean now where they have an inspirational quote, you know, (laughs) splattered across your tits. It's one of them. Do you know what? Well... It wasn't live, laugh, love. I'll tell you what it said. It said this. No bad days. Now I cannot tell you if there were several quotes that wasn't going to be befitting for my next day of work. It yeah. was that. Yeah, yeah. I had no choice. So I'll tell you this now that will stick with me for life forever. And yeah. I was not able to revolutionize their curriculum. But I might have had an impact <laughs> on the fashion the choices.
2: mindset.
1: Oh yeah, the, yeah, on the fashion choices of the of the fifty year old woman trying to make a, a statement. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, that it just, was. Uh,
0: I've got this vision now of when the head teacher's conference just go. Please welcome to the stage, education consultant Jake. And you just kind of went sideways. <laughs> <Contensus>. <laughs> <laughs> no bad days, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, was it? that the one day where you wish
2: they called you the other name? It was it, Ros Wilson. They'd gone, uh, Ross uh, Wilson. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no.
1: yeah if that had come dresses. together. Yeah, that would have worked. But unfortunately, they introduced me as me, uh, and I, I had to make a decision. Do I draw attention to it? And I just thought that is kind of worse. I'm just gonna have to yeah. style it out. Yeah, it's bad. Bad vibes. No bad days. No
2: bad days. Lots,
1: lots <laughs>
2: no <laughs> I thought you were going to say the only T-shirt that was left was like a Tesco Extra Value one. You know, you can get yeah, those yeah. Tesco yeah, Extra Value be Christmas jumpers.
0: <laughs>
1: that would have been better. That would have been oh. plain,
0: surely. Or no just noise. like 100% hungover. You know, one of them uh, ones. Prosecco like, <laughs> life. Rocking up with that frizzy hair, 100% hungover. Just like...
1: Oh, hey, no, no. <laughs> I looked like Ronald McDonald because, like, the frizz and because I didn't have a hair. But it was just like, oh, yeah. crazy.
2: So did you like double check, triple check whether you've got your suitcase now every time you travel? Yeah, it?
1: I think I think that was the that was almost part of the decision making. You know, the the cortisol surge, the packing. I, I then became neurotic, yeah. and it was just like this. This is I can't do this anymore. You know, uh, it was just yeah, over. <laughs> It's an S-Pod thing, the podcast revisiting S Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge watch this, anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was <laughs> honestly truly appalling. Guests helped me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds.
2: Do you think Do you think this one of the problems with this show is that seven is too much?
1: It's an S-Pod thing from Great Big Owl.
2: So you've got your new um, you've got your new book coming out. Are they, are they, are they out yet? Is it it's sort of a series? It's isn't... out.
1: It's yeah. out. It's about. Um, it's for year two teachers. They get their own book. They get their own yeah. colour. Year three, year four, year five, and year six. And it's a uh, look. Can even do that. It's not very good if you just listen. Molding something really exciting. No uh, but it's a whole year of support for teaching spelling but I suppose in a nutshell um, all of my work and I learned this and this goes back to actually this is good we're good at this isn't we this goes back to that time being precious Um, every time I work with teachers it's you need information on one sheet of paper Mm. so I always start when I develop things from kind of the backlog of research and thinking and it's can we crystallize that on one piece of paper and that's really where the rainbows were born you know we need to capture this clearly teachers can't take on too much you know if they do nothing else they've got the rainbow which is saying everything there will will help you teachers and illuminate for children how they can be better spellers and and it's about actually the heart of this book is helping children be, um, really good spelling detectives, you know, yeah. that's what it's about, you know? You're right. So and, um,
2: what, what made you focus on the spelling side? Is it something you've noticed from sort of visiting schools? Is it a particular area that has, uh, been more, been more aware of, or, uh, you know, what was it that brought it all about? Made you sort of focus on the spelling?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think all of us as teachers know um, it's a bit shonky out there, and and that's yeah. just the teachers. Do you know what I mean? That old chestnut. It's. Um, I'll, quite, fact, I'll, I think, I'll happily
2: admit my spelling is terrible. I've always yeah. I don't I don't know why, but I was always a bad speller. Struggled massively. Yeah.
1: And and I think it's. And, and, and that's the problem. I think there's been a lot of assumptions. You know, if kids can read, then they'll be great spellers. Well, yeah. actually, reading will take you so far. But you've got to remember, reading is quite um, passive. You know, it's quite... It can wash over you. Uh, you know, even when you're enjoying a book, you can say, God, well, I don't know what actually happened in those four pages. But there is... You kind of get atmospheres. You get a mood. You get a sense. But yeah. like when you want kids to spell that's quite proactive and you've got to lock in your, your conscious. So actually it can't just be caught. You know, spelling needs to be taught. Yeah. And then, you know, most of us are probably sliding between shonky and mediocre. I mean, Adam's already right, God love him. You've already said that. I mean, kids say that to me, what Adam said just there. But they often say, oh, miss, I'm, I'm crap at spelling. Yeah. No, I don't can you spell crap and they go yeah prove it (laughs) you know k k r (laughs) but if they can spell it properly i'll say look if you can spell that you can spell the beginning of cracker and crystal and crumble you can spell the middle of spacecraft and microwave, you know, it's it's showing children like the essence of spelling, it needs to have a strong phonics heart. And then, you know, that kind of visual awareness, you need to be taught stuff. It's not just gonna naturally happen. Uh, And so essentially, um, why the truth is, I've been putting off writing this book for years, because I just knew it was going to be really hard to write. It's going to be actually quite painful. Um, it's a, it's a tricky, you know, something like writing and reading it's, it feels creative. It's evocative. You can get kind of a movement around it. It's exciting, but spelling it's a bit like, Oh, you know, it can get tedious. And just think that's going to be a hard book to write. And, and, And you're right. Um, I was seeing that. What I was seeing in schools is, you know, um, and you know this, Lee, and, and you'll feel this, Adam, that sort of aggregated results we get of spelling and grammar. Mm. And actually, if you split it down the middle, grammar's doing well. Yeah. Spur is, is not doing that well. And on average in year six, like pre-COVID, like 13% of kids, um, year six kids pre-COVID could spell course as in texture, you know, the, the texture of the coat was coarse. Yeah, yeah. And that's pre-COVID, and we know COVID has hurt children. You know, yeah. that's what our survey say, teachers say, you know, it's, you know, it's gone wonky and shonky, you know, it's, mm. it's all, it's it, because it's, it's hard, isn't it? That's, it's quite deliberate, explicit teaching. And if your class isn't, you know, near you, and we're prioritizing as a teacher, but I'll tell you this straight, you know, the beating heart of our recovery is going to be words. Yeah. You know, it is, yeah. it, it's about words, it's about language uh, and it's making words prize precious possessions. And that's what's going to get us there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. I, 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 I mean, I, I've, I'll have i be quite honest with you, I've struggled teaching spelling in the past. Uh, I've struggled, I've I, I quite, openly admit that like it was always sort of a a weaker area of myself so I found it you know so what would you I mean what do you think is sort of the key what's the key to teaching it in today's classroom I mean I know some schools will probably still do the weekly spelling test which I've I've sort of I don't know is that I always look at that going I, I was always amazed at how many kids could turn up to a spelling test nail it 10 out of 10 then within half an hour in the English lesson, they misspell every single word. Do you know what I mean? That I, and I'm sure there'll be so it. many teachers who listen yeah. to this who are like, yeah, that happens.
1: Absolutely. So you're, you've hit the nail on the head there, Lee. You know, I say quite frequently, like no more spelling tests. And I, yeah. I get a bit nervous because like your sound bites get taken. Listen, I'm not anti-test. Far from it. But the problem with the spelling test in primary schools is that it's fundamentally flawed. And the flawed part of it is actually, uh, there's a few flawed parts, but one of the main parts is it gets pushed out onto the parent community. Do you know what I mean? And. And instantly by doing that, um, it's an uneven spelling field, as it were. And um, Sophie Bartlett, who uh, you might know on Twitter, who's a really uh, good, you know, she gives so much to the spelling community. I I meant teaching community, not just spelling, all sorts. But she was saying that it's that theory of, you know, the spelling tests come home, they might get cut out. I mean, like, we might need Adam there to do some cutting out, because that's what <laughs> nice do. You wouldn't want me. <laughs> go round all the paper, cut <laughs> it out. They get, they get put on the fridge. And then it's... But the other thing with parents, and we, we can't help ourselves, is we pass down all this sort of negative messaging and pressure about testing. So it's, like, yeah. already not very nice for the kids. And, and, and this is what makes me laugh. when kids, you go, what did you get? Know they might be doing just about how it's organized with you know, uh, however, they've organized the tests. It might be, let's say, it's on geography themed words, they've got to spell continent and world and country, and they say, Oh, got six and a half out of ten. How can you get a half? (laughs) What's the R for? I'm spelling country, and what's the R for? I can spell re, all right,
2: yeah, yeah, I got the wrong (laughs) start of that word, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. the
1: point is, in the modern classroom, those pushing it out and, and actually just collecting data to do what with it, it's, yeah. it's not that. It's about bring it in-house, and we're going to have quizzes. We're going to have low-stakes stuff, but um, I'm a real fan of it's almost like it's a, it's a quiz sandwich, so we're going to do something before the quiz, going to sharpen your thinking we're going to have a kind of a a progress check and then we're going to look really closely and this is when we did uh, a look at what worked in schools and from that moment dropping the and they called like your five words you can't spell yeah on a on a piece of paper that adam's going to cut out for us and laminate on the kids' desk, it's like there. you are five now, and they're there, and you can see them. And you've got to put them in your independent writing, and you can gold gel pen under them, and you can show me, you can spell people with the weird letters of E-O in the middle. Well, oh, yeah. that's weird. But you're going to show me you can spell people, and I can look easily. We can chat about it. You know, it's living and breathing in the room, and it's not about... Um, it. it it's got to work. It's not about yeah. numbers, connecting numbers. It's like we did this exercise so that we can focus, and it's it's truly personalised. Then, you know, yeah. Adam's got all of his. Well, I don't know, Adam, bless what you got on your. He's working on his yeah. lobster, <laughs> pink sunburn. Is it hyphenated? We don't know all of that. <laughs> Am I picking on you, Adam? Do you want a sticker?
0: Uh, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I'd actually like to stand up for myself here because I'm not I'm not too bad at spelling, even though let me tell you, I had to cover a key stage one class the other day, and I was we were doing like just like words on the board to describe this character, and a girl said, jealous. And I said, Well done, amazing. Yeah. Wrote it on the board, and then she said, It's EA. It's J E A, and I said, Don't you think I know how to spell the word jealous? And then I gave it this big, like, I am the teacher, you are the student. I am big. I kind of looked on the board, what I'd written, and I was like, Oh my god, I have spelled it wrong. (laughs) And then I very slyly just went up, you know, like because I'm quite broad, just stood in front of the board and just changed it. And then the little girl went, Told you. (laughs) So oh, I gave it some you? dojos and gave it the classic. You were the only one paying attention. You were the only <laughs> one. In. You passed the test. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, I
2: but- to, sometimes I purposely put a mistake in to see if anyone notices yeah. one of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's
1: so stressful. I do it all the I do it all the time. And um, I just think we've got to be kinder with each other about those little mistakes. You know, it's just, you know, there's 170,000 words in the Oxford dictionary and, you know, it evolves so quickly. I mean, there's new words all the time. Um, Uh. So like bohunkus, I've not even heard of this word. It's new in, it's for a really stupid person or a slobber knocker. That's like an American footballer with really rough, kind of play uh, yeah. and there's you know just like work it's even words you think that doesn't deserve to go in but you know like miley cyrus got twerk in there france yeah. babes you know and you know we'll have a we'll have a chimichanga thank you mexico so there's all reasons why a language moves so quickly and and because of that it is hard to keep up and i think we've yeah. got to be more gentle with with everybody, you know. Uh, when we're dealing with spelling mistakes, it's, it's a nightmare. But I always think it's interesting that the the most misspelled word that Google tells us is the most misspelled word, and I love this. And it kind of goes back to you know uh, I'm crap at spelling. Miss uh, is actually diarrhea, and um, really, it's just like, yeah, a lot. Of, it's a tough one to spell. Um, yeah. And any word that's got a double consonant in, so that's got your two R's in, that's always going to be, that's your top five clangers, you know, if you've got a double consonant because consonants are quite stable. You know, there's like probably one choice or more, but it's mainly one, so that's safe. But the double consonant, it's like, oh, you tricked me. So diarrhea is a really interesting one. So my own personal little mnemonic that I remember it with is, well, I can do the beginning, dia D. Ia and I know it's got a double consonant, so double R. And then I just always imagine myself and I give myself this, like the ending of it, of H-O-E-A is, you, know, you know that thing in the staff room when you look over your shoulder, but it's just with your friend, you have gotta make sure Pam's not around. You yeah. turn to your friend, you go, like, I haven't obviously eaten anything. And I just <laughs> remember that as the ending, <laughs> haven't obviously eaten anything yeah you know, one of them. Uh, and it's um and that's how i remember it and sometimes you think well what's the point that's just one trick for one word because of course the truth is phonics and patterns but yeah. actually that word is will trick you you know it really will trick you so uh and google tells us so let's i often
0: i often have a bad belly due to a poor <laughs> diet and fizzy drinks <laughs> And I buy oh, Adam. I buy acute diarrhea relief from Home Bargains <laughs> and it spells diarrhea really big in bold. So I was all right with that word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought they disguised what it's sort of like it, you know, like um I don't know, you sometimes get a clue. It doesn't often say kind of diarrhea relief, does yeah. it? They well, this is say, home
0: bargains. They they there's um, secrets in home bargains. <laughs> But it, I mean, I think everyone has a word
2: that they always struggle. I've, I've got a couple in the, uh, in the old locker that whenever they yeah. pop up, I'm like,
0: Urgh.
2: but I mean, the English yeah. language in itself at times yeah. is an absolute joke. I can't remember. What, someone tweeted something the other day saying it's not even a proper language. It's like five languages mixed together, trying to pass itself off of an, as an yeah, actual yeah. language. Because it is, it's yeah. so, it's like um, what you always get taught, like people always say, you know, I before E, except after C, but there's actually more words with it <laughs> the other way I know. around. So I know.
1: and that and, right is last why, yeah. And that is why it's it's phonics that needs to be at the heart. And then you can start teaching kids, look, that sound, that E sound in receive, it's more common to be spelt like this all the way up yeah. to kind of a rare choice so it's like showing children what their options are do you know what yeah, i mean yeah, that that's yeah. what it's about you know and where do you see
2: sort of technology fitting in with with spelling because obviously you know you will yeah. get the the cynics who might say well do, is it as important spelling nowadays if you can use the technology i mean i i use it so for example if we're doing I'll give you an exact, we were doing the nativity story at Christmas and I had my year twos and, you know, they're trying to tell the nativity story. And there's a couple of tricky words, Nazareth, Bethlehem. I don't see an issue with those unfamiliar tricky words with them have, you know, using Siri. If it's a word that I think they should know, then have a go yeah. at it. But with, yeah. you know, with Egyptians are the week where one of them, I'll dispel sarcophagus and I'm going, um... <laughs> Siri Siri can help with that. You know, the odd the odd time I don't I don't mind it, but you know, where where' where do you see technology fitting in all of that?
1: Yeah. I th- we need to lean on technology we need to show children how to access it cleverly and uh, you're absolutely right you know there is a place for the the spell checker and google and uh, you know uh, electronic dictionaries online and all sorts yeah, yeah. and it's about using it for its kind of best effects and yeah absolutely uh, we've got to. A- prepare children for the real world and um we've got to give them pathways to check themselves and you know we need all of these things but we also need at the heart of it children to be able to recognize uh what is happening with the english language so that you know it's it's your homophones you know the sort of things that aren't going to get picked up on spell checks like that but uh yeah it's um it's exciting because i do think spelling has needed an overhaul for so long and Mm. this position will mean that we can um keep it in-house that means we can take all the credit as teachers and uh we can but it's true i yeah. i love that it's almost it's actually really empowering because it stops that negative cycle you know all they don't read or these families do but those families don't you know to their children or whatever i just i think it's just it gets counterproductive in in yeah. many ways it's just like look we'll do it we'll do it well and then we can take all the credit so yeah it's uh, exciting
2: yeah yeah so going back to before you went into the educational consulting side when you were a teacher what inspired your career in what or what inspired you going into education back in the back in the
1: back in the day yeah back in the day um I um the truth is I did all I could to not be a teacher and and I mean that because my great aunt was a teacher my auntie my mum and and I saw it from the other side, you know, I saw yeah. 30 sets of books left in boots for the whole weekend. You know, I saw- um, As payment? My
2: <laughs> Is that as payment? <laughs> you know. Our salary won't stretch, that. but I've got 30 English books. <laughs> I just need this diarrhea relief.
1: <laughs> yeah, all of that. Or um, my mum used to collect, I mean, you know the kodak film rolls they were black with a little yeah, lid on. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah
1: and you you had to kind of keep those and they were wrapped they'd always spill out of cupboards and because she poured pva glue into them and put like a tight lid on it and so like i was just like this is a this is a rubber just that kind of spilling into your home life and yeah. like On a Saturday, I can remember going to Milton Keynes with my mum to do, like, it wasn't even called a risk assessment in those days because nobody really risk assessed anything, but it was called a recce. (laughs) We had to go to Milton Keynes to do a recce um, about some sort of kind of town planning uh, for a school trip. (laughs) It's just like... This is rubbish. Like, is that like really your family day out,
2: just going on a, like, yeah. a practice school yeah. trip run?
1: To put a hiding jacket on? <laughs> it was naff. There, 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 there was not a lot of good school trips. You know, it's not like yeah. now. It was super naff. And um, I was like, that is not for me. So when I finished my A-levels, um, I I thought, I'm going glam. I'm yeah. Sod that. I... So I applied uh, at House to Fraser, Rackham's, in the heyday, in the heyday of the eighties. And I got onto a management training scheme and there was 15 of us and we got all employed as a group. And we talk about community, um, you know, it was really wonderful. You got to know these people and we all got brought in over the Christmas period and we were going to be put onto a department. Yeah. So I'm like this wishing you know i'm there because i want to be on young fashion or i'm going to be put on the makeup department you know and actually it was even a real uh a compliment if you put on the christmas department for christmas you know that was seen as you could be trusted there with yeah. the with the baubles ball and all of that and um i was really holding out and um they put me in the training department <laughs> and i had all the snuck snuckers couldn't say that word but all these kids who were like w- were Christmas tents that I had to train on tills and protocol for retail and it's just like oh my goodness uh but what started happening there is people said you should be a teacher and right. I'm like I knew this was gonna happen <laughs> and
2: uh, natural and, and call that
0: yeah.
1: yeah, I just I just got pulled there. I've, I've never got pulled back to Milton Keynes to do a recce, yeah. but... Did you take yeah. all the
0: Kodak films off your mum just for that glue? Uh, that inside can't... glue scoop? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: more, I've got Maureen in my life, like you, Lee, and uh, my mum can't help herself. She has got... She washes out... Uh, this is a hangover from teaching. Washes out ice cream tubs you know with lids on like <laughs> what are you gonna what are you gonna put in that she loves it she can't help herself yeah. she's retired I'm like stop it we do not need to keep all this Tupperware it's just like oh she's just so soaked that and the label will come off easy I, I don't want she's always trying to give me stuff in these Tupperware pots like <laughs> leave me alone oh, <laughs> I'm drowning less, in oh, goodness. you
2: know once a teacher always a teacher
1: That's I always it. say
2: the best hoarders teachers there's always that thing mm-hmm. of like, I can't throw it out because in about 15 years, I might need it for that art lesson.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, why have you got a kind of, like you see teachers with, like you go to their house and they've got like a tuft of wheat. It's like, yes, we're gonna do an autumn project and that could be the scarecrow's hair. And I'm yeah. like, oh my goodness, this is May. This what, how can you look at that for all that time? <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I
2: mean, it's funny you say that about looking after the temps. Like we, me and Adam, and we, before I was a teacher, we used to work at Next. And I can tell you oh. this I, we used to feel sorry for the managers that had to look after us because when you are that age right, where you're doing your A levels or you're at unit, you know this job isn't going to be the career. So, you know, they're, they're you're you, naughty. You're, yeah just messing about it's just I mean we did have some we look at Adam's face there he knows what I'm talking about here (laughs) but we never we never had anyone that we could have turned around and said oh they they would make a good teacher (laughs) (laughs) because to be fair didn't they
1: (laughs) yeah they're a hard lot to manage the the Christmas temps oh Oh, my goodness I and, and like, but that thing as well, you know, if you you have got a background in Next, um, I just find it really interesting, you know, like how teaching has got all this jargon. That's retail as well, isn't it? You know, like oh, yeah. I'm just going to go down and do some merchandising. But like if yeah. you're not in retail, it's like, what's she on about? So I just I find that up.
2: Did you have replan?
1: <laughs> all of that, all of that. But look yeah. at podcasts, that's got its own set of language now. Like you talk about apps and things. You know, yeah. listen to the latest app. and I'm like, <laughs> babes, I will. <laughs> uh, so have you got yeah. any funny
2: stories from your time as a teacher? Any stories that stick with you?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, this isn't my fault. This is the disclaimer now. This is this, this story isn't because of me. Yeah, this is because of my Adam. No, now, my Adam who I call Mrs. Gibb to protect her, but she she knows who she is. This is Wendy Smith. Now, Wendy Smith, you've got to realise, when I taught, there was tonnes of money in education. Yeah. Uh, so you'd have a TA for the whole day. Like, that's unheard of, isn't it, now? Like, TAs are having to go here, they're having to intervene here, they're having to, like, sweep the school hall after dinner. They're just, like, doing everything. It's crazy.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. But m- my Wendy, Mrs. Gibb, was with me all day and um she had the most explosive laugh and uh she'd always and it when she laughed if we were in the staff room that was like tea everywhere I mean it's not very covid friendly that's like water (laughs) everywhere and um but not just that not just this kind of explosive laugh she was she wore a lot of makeup and there was like this sort of mascara showdown as well. So, like, you'd look up and she'd look like, <laughs> a, I don't know, either. I'm not actually into rock, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It was yeah. like that. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, all down her face. It was just like tragic within like 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, so, she would, but she'd, and you know this look as well. I knew when it was coming. So the truth is, whatever was making her laugh actually wasn't ever that funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't. She'd, she'd just look at me, our eyes would lock and she'd do that sort of teacher TA or teacher to teacher, we've all done it, you know what you talk about like that eye widening. Oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> this is like, don't say anymore, Mrs C, yeah, yeah. just stop talking. Right, so I'm in year five. And this is um, this is actually pre the curriculum we've got now, and it was like Tudors was like year five. You did Tudors in year love five, Tudors. and that was that. Love it. Yeah. And uh, we were kind of capturing all the things we've learned. Now, one of the things I love about kids, I, we all know about. It's really important to have knowledge. Yeah. Of course, it's more important to have wisdom. But you know, when you try to teach kids a topic, they need knowledge, don't they? And kids have no sense of how to file knowledge in terms of like, this is a big idea, you know, like almost like the wide angle view, the big stuff into more detail. They are like got this kind of tragic filing system and they know <laughs> and what they remember, like the stickability to what it's like. Why are you remembering that? Like, it's so not important. It is, it is, but it it is but it's like not the thing. Um, So like, we've got this timeline and we're going to put some important facts and we'd we'd already done Henry VIII and they cannot, they cannot get over that in Whitehall Palace, there's this kind of, we looked at some sources of evidence. There's this comment that talks about um, a chair that goeth up and down, which was, some evidence that Henry VIII had a a kind of a chairlift in his house when he was near the end of his life in his palace Mm -hmm. I should say not his house when he was very (laughs) overweight but it kind of got translated to like Henry VIII's got a stanner stairlift and you're just like right just get rid of the stanner (laughs) (laughs) and that was that but then as we go down the timeline we're going towards Queen Elizabeth So like that that is exciting. They've been allowed to say Bloody Mary as well. You know, I've let them prior to that. But now we're on Queen Elizabeth. And uh, we're talking about key bits of information. So they can't let go of she's really kind of pitted with scars from smallpox and she loved to wear kind of white lead makeup that was mixed with vinegar and it was corroding her face. Um, And they were obsessed with this. And there was a rumor actually, which is interesting in Tudor times, some people thought she was a man. Anyway, that's by the by, we didn't have any real historical evidence for that. So let's just stick with the makeup anyway as part of this Tudor topic because Lee you know this Tudor's is brilliant isn't it so we love it we got into Walter Raleigh and we got into kind of sailing and exploration and his discoveries (laughs) and this oh Stella god lover god lover um Stella I mean, we used to joke that she was named after, you know, what mum and dad drank that night. God love her. Stella said, um, Queen Elizabeth loved her semen. And um, that were it. That were it. That was Wendy's locked look. And our life was just spent just giggling, giggling. And um, I I don't know if you're supposed to have that much fun in uh, schools. It, it's just so much fun, isn't oh. it? If you can not let the bureaucratic paperwork get you down, no, if it's you can, just.
2: And I think the people, the people. on that. that. Yeah, the people make the difference there, don't they? If you've got the right people in the right school, the the rest of it doesn't really matter. You can get through the crap and enjoy those moments yes. when a child yes. <laughs> comes out with a. Perla like that (laughs) because i can't imagine yeah i actually i actually had
1: a history in my in my department that (laughs) sentence, um and it's 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 you're absolutely right it's about finding your tribe and if you can't find them in your school they are there for you they're out there they're out there you know we we can help you find your people it's so important
2: yeah what were you going to say then? I, I,
0: a, I was going to say I had a moment with a uh, with a child the other day. We are in the class and um, I spoke to the TA because I, I was the acting teacher at the time and said to the TA, I said, uh, what you want for dinner? You know, I kind of, as we're packing up, like, what are you having for dinner? And she was like, uh, oh, I've got a cow's tongue sandwich, which blew my mind. I'd never heard of that before. So she ended up telling the kids like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, cow's tongue they boil it they the skin it and then you know whatever I, don't, I can't remember what else she said i was i was actually quite for the first time a bit like i don't know if i'd have that <laughs> that might be the first food i would deny in that then, bush uh, took a trial on that? i'm a celeb and then, and then this, this lad just <laughs> this quiet this quite little lad just suddenly went yeah do you know donna meat that you get in kebabs and i went oh yeah i love donna meat. he went yeah, supposedly, it's made out of pig's arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I was like, no, 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 no. Please, God, no. I have it all the but time.
2: Maybe. <laughs> you should have turned around and just gone, I know, that's why I like it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, they do damn. come out with some...
1: Oh, I love pearls. them.
2: Uh, oh, I love it. So, what were you like when you were at school then? What type of student oh. were you when you were at school?
1: Okay, um, right. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it, when you you look back? Um, but we've got a word in our family. It's an, it's an invented word, and and my son, who's now twenty five, he invented it, and it's this word, Goisberg, and um, a Goisberg. But Goisberg is like a really uncool nerd. Right. And that was, that was me at school. Yeah. And kind of picture the scene. I go to the local Roman Catholic school and I am really into words. I'm into books. And now I'm in a Roman Catholic school where uh, the Bible is really important. So I am going to read that but I am going to read the Old Testament and, and I get quite fanatical about it. So picture me at like, you know, this is, well, I, it started in primary, but I take it up to secondary, you know, like I take my Goisberg ways with me yeah. uh, for a long time. And um, the sort of things I'm doing is um, finding out key facts from uh, the Old Testament, mainly because... I've got a serious fear of hell and I'm not going there. So I am gonna gonna find out what you have to do to save yourself. And that is that, but more than that, and I suppose this has always been the teacher in me. I'm gonna tell other people about it as well, what they have to do. Other things I did was take uh, hymns like "Bind Us Together, Lord" and, and copy them out in neat handwriting because that felt very nun-like and holy. That's just a, a little side craft of mine on a Saturday morning. <laughs> but also, yeah. so that's me. But yeah. now put oh, in the mix what I look like. It is worse than the no bad days of Isle of Wight <laughs> because. My mum can't cope with my hair, so uh, she decides, I know what we'll do with a girl with naturally curly hair that's quite frizzy, we'll cut, we'll cut it short and put a brush through it. So I look like a loo brush, actually, um, and I'm reading a Bible often. <laughs> and, um, oh, there's another thing, hey. <laughs> I have NHS glasses, the clear uh, ones. You probably yeah. don't, you're probably too young to remember these, but they were the free NHS glasses with a big kank of sellotape. So <laughs> that's Jane Goysburg. I my Before I was married, I was Jane Barwell. And I now, if I return to Erdington in Birmingham and somebody recognises me, somebody shouts down the street, Batty Barwell. I'm like All right. <laughs> so that's me at school. Now, and
2: that, when you said before about uh, going on that recce to uh, Milton Keynes, yeah, yeah, surprise, yeah. going off. You know, that evenings and weekends were usually spent handwriting hymns. That that wasn't yeah. seen as like the best day out ever.
1: <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh no, I was a bit worried. I was a bit worried because actually. um, I was I was very confused as well because my mum was a practicing Roman Catholic and my dad was a doctor of psychology and it was like interpreting my dreams and things. So I was like really like this, this could be, I was always really kind of on the edge of confused. Oh. <laughs> Is. But yeah. through reading uh, the Old Testament and this there's a couple of things uh, I really latched on uh, that I felt I had to let people know about things like don't eat owls like none of my friends were Planning on doing that, but I got a bit like you know this is information people need. I can't to, like remember you that wanted. in the
2: Ten Commandments. Is that the eleventh one that got missed off?
1: <laughs> it's the old stuff. It's the, it's like Moses with the stones. I will
2: leave that one. Yeah. Don't eat the owls.
1: <laughs> Don't eat the owls. But the other one was, which was, I mean, this is good. If you actually had to live your life by the Old Testament you guys would really struggle with this because there are 76% of women in education. uh, And one of the rules is don't sit on a chair after a menstruating woman. So like, you're just not allowed to do that. That's really seen as unclean. So it was really hard for me to get my head around but I was letting people know uh, in school uh, what they had to do. What I was were you going doing in school?
2: school? So, if, I mean, was that of an age where some of your fellow peers might have started the menstrual cycle? So you were just yeah, watching yeah, the yeah, chairs? Manage- I was managing the
1: bench. I was managing the bench. <laughs> I'm Don't glad be you worried. said
0: menstrual cycle. And I thought you went, were they at
1: the age when they were starting to eat owls? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a lot going on. And, um, and then I got hold of um, this information that John the Baptist wore a goat skin vest. Now, I think that was the point where my dad was like, I don't think my daughter should go to church anymore. And there was an intervention at home. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd made this sack cloth vest myself because it was like to kind of repent you know mortification of the flesh and I would go into school like wearing this like itchy vest and just <laughs> because I was going to heaven and that was that uh, so I had
2: I just imagine like within your friends you <laughs> might be sat in your friend circle saying so what posters have you got up in your room you know from like smash hits I've got I've got blue I've got to take that Jane what have you got uh, John the Baptist in his sheepskin, yeah, the- in his sheepskin sheepskin
0: vest <laughs> what a hunk after the after the intervention you should have took the vest and just <laughs> spray painted no bad days <laughs> got ahead of the game
1: no I, know. I, I do you know what I was I was the the weirdest off the wall yeah. um, do, yeah yeah so thank you for asking me this is about like counseling actually no nobody knows the yeah. goisberg me yeah. um but well thanks they do for now. sharing
2: thanks for sharing we're learning All right. so much and, and if that's him. not
1: in the oxford dictionary next year you know yeah. you can goisberg it on for me we'll get it there the uncle Absolutely. nerd
2: Absolutely. You know. Right. So last couple of questions, we'll have to uh we'll have to wrap it up. So if you were to wake up tomorrow and find that you mm. are educational secretary, um which won't happen because you know Gavilar's doing such a uh job. Yeah.
0: I what mean I never are felt, you doing,
1: Gavin?
2: I did I never <laughs> felt like someone could eclipse Gove for levels yeah. of
0: no. His but T-shirt. Anyway. His T-shirt would read "All bad days."
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh <laughs> well, my goodness.
0: What, what would be the first thing you
2: change about our education system? What would you?
1: Look oh, it it's. Oh, mean. Really. Where do you start? And and I and that's that's not a joke. There is yeah. so much we need to do. Uh, really and truly, but I think we've got to stop talking about um, you know the danger of high states testing and we've seriously got to do something about it which is certainly different from um, mental health education it's about well-being and yeah. really it's about well-being for teachers and well-being for children and i just think if we had well-being league tables if we were being able to kind of litmus test how safe, um, I, I'm talking about like adult safeness and trust that you talk yeah. about, Lee. You know, do they feel supported? Do they feel connected? You know, that's so important because if people's well being is strong and healthy, then a school, the whole community of a school, will thrive. And I think in that, that is the heart of well being. A community you know when you have your friends and your friends can come from strange places they can be your brother you know they can be much older than you they can they can be whoever when you have friends when you feel that true sense of connection with a community and i think our children need help with the pressures of the modern world but mm-hmm. we need to help them understand that how you're going to get through kind of the world that's really harsh and and difficult to navigate is by being a community it yeah, yeah. not only have you know it's your school community it's your street community it's your family community and and children need ways that they can strengthen the ties of interconnectedness and i think and that is why um you know the podcast is every week for you now because it's almost like two weeks is too long it's like yeah people contact you they like they they get sad they 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 need a place where it's like actually I am part of something bigger that means yeah. something and um yeah community is key and that being kind of well being as well and i think
2: i think a saying that i always quote is you know a person who feels appreciated will always do more than is expected and i think what you say there is if you get that community, that well-being, right, where everyone does feel supported, feels that they're part of something, then the rest of it takes care of itself, doesn't it? You know, the teaching side and everything else certainly takes care of itself. So absolutely couldn't agree more with that.
1: Yeah, there's there's no banter in that one. That's just like... (laughs) just hope he clears off soon
2: yeah no but yeah. It, there, it, there is because when you feel comfortable that's when you can open yourself up to other people and you make your friends and yeah. that's where you yeah. can have the the banter and the christmas do where everyone gets a little bit worse for wear and then you know it's I uh hate it's take the clothes
1: week, off all of that
2: <laughs> yeah it comes out in the uh john the baptist vest one more time <laughs> i'll
1: be there
2: <laughs> yeah um, right then, so last question. This is a question we ask all of our guests. If you um, yeah. if you had a time machine and you could tra- travel back and meet your 10-year-old self, what advice? <laughs> I'm saying this because <laughs> I don't know where There's to start. Advice, it? Pack your suitcase before you go to the Isle of Wight. Is it take the John, John the Baptist vest off don't and then
0: me. cut the hair? What
2: advice would you give yourself?
1: Oh, do you know what? Um, that I, I needed so much advice at 10 years old so much advice but i think with no matter how kooky and strange and weird and wonderful you are and and it, n- nothing's done is it when you're 10 nothing's no. done and what i would actually say to my 10 year old self is be brave you know be really brave um and actually you can be vulnerable as well and that is probably i've learned that much later that you you can you can be real you can be honest um and uh obviously i'd say lose the national else love they're not doing anything for you (laughs) (laughs) apart from helping you see
0: but you know
1: um and uh yeah you're right it would be um I mean, I don't know if you can have that on a Tesco T-shirt. Be brave, but be vulnerable as well. It's not got the same ring to it as yeah. it is. No bad news, but, but, it, but it's um, right.
2: And, and I think you can't really be brave unless you feel a little bit vulnerable. It's when you are yes. feeling vulnerable that that's when you can be actually brave, When whatever it is, whether it's asking for help, whether it's stepping outside your comfort zone, whatever it might be. So it does sort and, of and being
1: changes. honest and being honest about things because yeah. it don't you find this in in staff meetings or when you are a bit actually I'm going to be brave and say I'm really nervous about this you can yeah. suddenly have like eight people go, oh thank God you said that you know and, and that's <laughs> and that's why you have to do that the the risk is actually in saying I'm going to be my true self
0: yeah. 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 Oh, like okay. saying like I've got a really bad belly ache have you got some acute diarrhea relief? <laughs> and, you know, well, you... bravery it takes a lot it takes a lot yeah. <laughs> especially when especially when you've you've surely followed through ever so slightly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> I don't oh, think we were supposed to enjoy tonight so much, were we? Oh, thank oh, you. Dear. So
2: where can everyone find you? Where can we find, get the books and, and that sort of oh, thing? Oh,
1: you can, you can find – hey, I'm on, I'm on YouTube loads. Um, I do Sunday sessions. But, do you know, I, I straggle across two websites – you know, it's so exciting. Uh, I'm struggling. Um, yeah. I've got kind of the JaneConstine.com site. That's me. That's online training. Uh, that's kind of teacher support with planning. But then yeah. I'm, I've got a yeah. resource site. Uh, you know, if you want the right, I, you know, I need my um, head clearing for resources. I want that one bit of paper to yeah. illuminate yeah. the classroom. That's there. So uh, JaneConstine.com. Should I do that? You can't do that if you're not showing this anywhere, but there's my be blatant club, uh, plug rather. And look, it's tons, tons of yeah, it. And yeah. I think the spelling book is um, that nearly killed me. In fact, I might, um, you know, now instead of signing them, you know, calligraphy, a hymn in the back of them for those. That's <laughs> what <Yes. places. laughs> oh, so yeah, everyone's that going to
2: expect but... now. Just a little verse from follow oh, me, follow me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I like that one though. Yeah, oh, I do yeah. like that one. Uh, but yeah, they're all on Amazon now, the spelling books. Oh, yeah, brilliant.
2: great. Oh, well, thank you so, so much. And best of luck no, with it. I'm sure it'll be fun. another cracking resource. Uh, it won't be long before they get it in my school, I'm sure, because that's all you see on our displays now is your fantastic grammar. Oh. Uh, oh. Is it grammatastic No, grammar. A bit like that. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah (laughs) it's one of them so yeah so thank you so so much really enjoyed that and um yeah we'll see you again soon thank you very much
1: oh it's been absolutely joyous uh thank you lee and adam and thank you for having me no worries great